Are you ready to launch? Yes, let's go. Welcome to Lawyers Who Launch, the podcast hosted by two law school besties who practice law and are now ready to inspire and empower you to take positive steps in your professional and personal life to find joy and fulfillment. Hi, Amy. Hi, Haley. As two attorneys who host a networking podcast, we get asked a lot of networking questions. One of the most common topics we get asked about is professional networking groups. What are they? Are they worth it? What are the benefits? How do you even join one? This week, we're going to break down what we know and have experienced with professional networking groups to help you decide whether this is right for you. So let's start with a basic definition. A professional networking group is a curated group of professionals that meet on some regular basis with the set goal of networking and passing leads to one another. This group is often vetted by profession and requires membership fees, which could be substantial. The group meets regularly, many times weekly. A professional networking group might be a local group, or it could be a chapter of a larger national or international professional networking group, like BNI or LATIP. As an associate attorney, I was introduced to the group LATIP by one of my partners. LATIP is an international organization that only allows one professional for each business category to be a member of a local chapter. For example, there is one spot in each chapter for a financial advisor or an accountant or a family law attorney. If the group that you're interested in already has a family law attorney, they will refer you to another group. You cannot join that group. My partner found a lot of value in her group, and when a colleague was forming a new chapter, she recommended that I reach out, learn a bit more, and see if it was a good fit. Amy, because your partner was already part of a group, did you go into it knowing a lot about the organization? No, not really. And I quickly learned that it's the members of each chapter that can really make or break your experience. The group that I was part of had another attorney and an accountant. Those are members that I continue to refer work to and receive work from, even though we're no longer part of the same chapter. And referring business is the whole point of these networking groups. Yes, most professional networking groups actually have a requirement that you pass a certain number of warm leads each meeting. A warm lead means someone that is wanting or expecting a phone call from you. Amy, that sounds like it might be a lot of pressure. Again, it depends on the makeup of the group that you're seeking to join. If the other professionals represented in the group aren't necessarily professionals that you or your clients seek out on a regular basis, you are going to struggle to regularly generate referrals. However, if the group is made up of professionals in complementary fields, a real estate attorney, real estate agent, title agent, and mortgage broker, for example, they could easily pass a lot of leads each and every week. Since you're meeting with these same professionals each and every week, I would imagine you get to know them, so you'd feel confident referring to business to them. That's the reason these types of groups can be so successful. 
You have the time to develop these professional relationships. You have time on your schedule carved out each and every week to devote to networking with these specific professionals. I think it would be interesting, if you wouldn't mind, if you could walk us through what a typical meeting would look like. At the chapter I was a part of, a typical meeting started with the president opening with any new business and introducing any visitors. Then we would go around and introduce ourselves with a brief 30-second elevator pitch of who we are, what we do, and what would be the ideal referral. So for me, I might say, I'm Amy Smith. I practice estate planning, wills, trusts, living wills, and powers of attorney. A great referral for me this week would be a client new to the area that does not yet have a New Jersey estate plan in place. So did everyone change their ideal referral each week, or would you use the same one every week? Most people try to switch it up a little bit. Not everyone knows exactly what you do or all of what you do. So the more that you can expand on the services you offer or narrow in on the types of people that can use your services, the more other members might make a connection and be able to refer work to you. As each person finished their pitch, they would then pass their referrals or tips for that week. Now, as attorneys, we do have certain rules with respect to marketing and soliciting potential clients. Did you find this to be problematic at all? To avoid running into any trouble with the rules of professional conduct, I would not reach out to a warm lead that someone provided to me. I requested that if they were referring to me, that they give the client my business card and or send an introductory email to introduce the client to me. So now that everyone's done their elevator pitch and passed their tips, does anything else happen in the meeting? Each week, a different member had the opportunity to give a 15-20 minute presentation on their business. This gives the chapter more insight into what you do and who your ideal client is. As a young attorney, this seems like it would be a great way to gain experience giving presentations and speaking in front of others. Definitely. And in fact, because of those weekly meetings, I had additional offers for speaking engagements to my local community. Not a client referral exactly, but another member invited me to speak in front of committees and school boards in her town. It sounds like you personally got a lot out of that professional networking group, but how can someone determine if it's worth it for them? First, let's look at the math. Look at how much the fees are and how much just one warm lead could earn you. I think for most attorneys and the fees in most networking groups, one or two leads that turn into clients would, co- would more than cover your costs. But if you're in an industry where it's going to take a lot of referrals to just break even, you want to be certain that joining a group like this makes financial sense. Personally, I've never joined a professional networking group because I haven't found that that type of networking structure would lead to the type of business that I do. And that leads me to my second tip is to make sure that you're visiting different groups so that you can find a group that is made up of professionals that would actually refer work to you. And these are professionals that you could also refer work to. 
And for an attorney, some of our best referrals will come from other attorneys in different practice areas. And Amy, I would imagine that if you join a group and it's not the right fit, you could decide to leave. Is that correct? Of course, they can't keep you hostage. But any fees that you've paid are likely going to be non-refundable. If you're going to give it a try, give it a try and give it a full year so that you can get to know the other professionals in the group and they can get to know you. And if you find after a year that it's not working out, maybe explore another chapter or try a different networking strategy altogether. So as we end this episode, I just want to touch on a few of the benefits that Amy was able to share with us in her experience with professional networking groups. So some of those benefits include networking for business generation, collaboration with other professionals, development of professional opportunities, and of course, enhancement of networking skills. So now we've reached that point in the episode where it's time to say it out loud. So Amy, what are you going to say out loud this week? I'm going to reach out to some members of the chapter that I was a part of who are no longer members, but are still people that I spent a lot of time with that I'd like to reconnect with and continue to network with. I'm going to say out loud that while I don't think that this type of networking is exactly going to work for me. I'm really excited to continue my networking within my existing network and maybe go to some new events. Don't forget to like and subscribe to our podcast. Share this episode with someone in your network. Give us a follow at Lawyers Who Launch on Instagram and check out our website, lawyerswholaunch.com for more on professional networking groups over on our blog. Have a great day.